friends, I'm Emily Sollinger, and you're here on Cap Chat, the show that connects you to the faces, voices, and stories of CapFam. We help you tap into CapFam, the network of thousands working together to help each other succeed. And I'm back here with John, my buddy. Hey, what's going on? Feels like it's been forever. It's been a little bit. We actually had spring break. Uh, we did. You and I did not have spring break. We did not. We um, uh, were in the real world where we, we were have in the to real work. World. Yes, I will also say, uh, as an Ohioan, it was about the same winter weather that we could expect as an Ohioan, which of course meant a range of temperatures yes. and um, you know snow, wind, rain. We had it all. We experienced it all, but it was good. I loved it. I will say, I'm a proud Ohioan, and I think it's it's okay. I love seasons. I'm here for it. Here exactly. for all of them. And uh, and we're completely ignoring our guests. <laughs> we are. John and I are so busy catching up that we haven't even introduced our guests. We are so thrilled to have wish uh, with us uh, Susan Cannonwisher. Hi, Susan. Hello. Welcome to Cap Chat. Thank you. Would you mind telling us a little bit about who you are uh, and what you do here at Capitol? So you could choose to start as far back as you would like to go. <laughs> Uh, or even just, you know, kind of recently how you arrived at Capitol and then sure. what roles you served I here. I was born on a stormy <laughs> night. I mean, if you, you want to start there, there, I wasn't even there. Okay. <laughs> here we wait, go. Tell us about you. Uh, well, no one ever wants to talk about financial aid. No one ever plans to go into financial aid. But I think back, you know, all of this whole world started when I was a student. And I can remember those early conversations with my mom and the vice president of business saying, I can't afford to send my kid to college. And what does that look like? And that started my college trajectory. Um, immediately after college, I went into financial aid. I accidentally tripped into the field, uh, as most of us do, and have been in financial aid then for like 24 years, uh, mostly at small private colleges. Uh, but I've been here at Capital for going on eight years now. So I spent the first seven years in the financial aid office, and now I'm in enrollment services. So I work with both our main campus and our law campus. So I work with all of our populations of students, um, both in financial aid, registrar, and student accounts, too. So you're having those real nitty-gritty conversations. I've had many of them. With parents and students about what that looks like. Financial aid, Let's. this is where the rubber meets the road. Absolutely. All right, so let's get into it. Um, what are some things that student needs to know, a prospective student needs to know about financial aid? I'm considering going to college. Mm-hmm. Um, let's start with a private school versus mm-hmm. a public one. Okay. So in terms of what the student needs to know, the student needs to know that it's not just mom and dad handling the money side of it. Such an important Uh, point. Yeah. I mean, and I've got kids myself. I've got a junior in college and a junior in high school. And I've talked to lots of high school students that say, "Eh, my parents are worrying about that. That doesn't concern me. And students really have to be an active partner in this process. It's critical that these conversations, I mean, Communication is the most important component of the college search process. And students have to be realistic to think that while my parents want to fulfill my every dream, um, <laughs> there is a limit. And and at some point, there are parents who literally have to choose between putting food on the table and paying the college tuition bill. Right. And so the students can't just ignore the money side of it and figure, assume that mom and dad will figure it out. They have to be an active participant in the process. So what does an active participant look like? Uh, uh, you know, 
besides looking at the numbers and being like, well, that's a number. Okay. Well, it starts early to say, are they really achieving their fullest potential in high school? Okay. Are they really taking those tests seriously? Are they really actively communicating with their guidance counselor to look at scholarship opportunities mm-hmm. that exist within the community? Are they um, are they comparing things with their friends because they shouldn't be doing that? Why they not? Sh- because every every single student situation is unique. Okay. Everybody has their own. Uh, look and feel their own needs you know it may be a different fit than their next door neighbor Um, so a school might invest in a student differently they might not get the same scholarship offers even though they have the same gpa or the same act score Mm. every situation is unique and so the student really needs to not be comparing offers with their friends at the lunchroom table in in high school but investing in Um, looking at different colleges, you know, maybe that very um, favorite school they've always dreamed of going isn't the best fit either financially or even walking down the path, but keep your eyes open. Don't eliminate schools just because of the sticker price. Okay. And Mm -hmm. make sure you're keeping your options open, but looking for, for looking at what each school has to offer. Hey, Cat Fam! I want you guys to know about something super, super important. It is Countdown to Cap. You got to save the date and join us for Countdown to Capital on Sunday, April 14th from 1 to 4 p.m. Come celebrate with us with a fun-filled day and meet new friends, connect with faculty, staff, and current students. Get the lay of the land and be part of the Cap Fam. If you're currently in the process of making your college decision, you could even quote unquote, make it official and commit to the CAP fam at the event by submitting your enrollment deposit in person. If you've already submitted your enrollment deposit, reserved your spot in this year's incoming class, this event will be a great time to celebrate and anticipate all that is to come in your time on campus. Don't miss this opportunity to pay capital another visit. Learn more and register at www.capital.edu slash countdown. See you there. So there are a couple of things that I'm thinking about, Susan, as I hear you talk. And the first thing that I'm even thinking about just as I was out uh, on the road this week talking with families and students at college fairs, and even as I reflect on my own experience, um, for I think for a lot of students, uh, maybe not as many as come to mind for me, but even really just being honest and thinking about myself, this was one of the first huge financial decisions that I really ever had to make in my entire life. So that's really intimidating when you are a junior or a senior in high school starting mm-hmm. to think about these things. So I think that it's really one thing that I think we do well at Capital is trying to meet you where you're at. And we have students and families who come in who this is really scary for them. Or even if I'm a student who's just trying to figure out even what all this means, this can be really intimidating. So um, one thing that I think we do, we try to do with students here at Capital uh, that I can say from the admission and financial aid standpoint is to help us kind of understand the breakdown of those different terms. Because like you're saying, this is intimidating and it can be really easy as a student to just take the back seat and say, ah, you know, family's worrying about it or even I'll worry about it later, Mm -hmm. which could be, you know, challenging at times as well. So do you mind, uh, I wish we had like a fun little name for like a 30 seconds or less, describe each of these terms or something like that. But there are a lot of words and terms out there in the world that I feel like when we uh, host families at Capitals, we do try to explain and break down. Would you mind uh, just quickly for us on the podcast, breaking down some of those, even just terms, things like 
uh, if I hear merit aid, need-based aid, Mm -hmm. what are those things? What are some of those words, uh, anything that you would say are big things that you feel like you break down with family? So uh, in in the financial aid world, there's always exceptions to everything. So Mm -hmm. any definition I give you will, there there will always be an exception. But in general, if you're looking at an award letter, you know, this is that exciting time of year when um, you get all the big envelopes in the mail with all of the money and all the dollars and cents. So fun. And I can picture families, because I did it at my own house, you know, Mm -hmm. laying every award letter out side by side. And they're all going to look different. They're all going to have the words are a little different. Back to that fear, right? It's like, okay, I have all this information in front of me. What do I do? can't make any sense of it. Right. But in general, when you're looking at all of those award letters, if you see the word scholarship, it is likely based on something that you as a student has done. Um, It's based on my academic potential, my music performance, my sports performance, something I have earned as a student. It's not based on my family's need. It's not based on our income, nothing. A scholarship is typically based on something I bring to the table. What is the school investing in me? Okay. Okay. Just because of what I bring to the school. Okay. If you see the word grant, it is typically because of something based on need. So the FAFSA is that big form that is often intimidating, but it provides the schools with a a picture of my family's finances. And then the school can say, based on your finances, this is what we can do to help bring down the cost of education. Okay. And we will likely call that a grant. So that's most of the time. Okay. And that's why when uh, you're thinking about cost of college, that's one reason why um, it could be advantageous to fill out that free application for federal student aid, the FAFSA. So grants are something that could, in specific cases, come from filing the FAFSA from uh, that process. Is that right? We would not have any way of knowing a family has financial need without that FAFSA. So if if any family is thinking, uh, I want to know what else is out there, Hmm. absolutely start with the FAFSA. There's no cost. There's no risk. You're not committing yourself to any loans, nothing. It's just sharing information that the schools can then use to determine if there's need-based eligibility. And I talk to a lot of families over the years that say, we make enough money, no one would ever give us any need-based money. But if you're talking about a college with a sticker price of $48,000, many families are surprised to learn, gosh, there is some financial need Mm -hmm. and the school is willing to help me out over and above that merit scholarship. So always start with the FAFSA. Absolutely. So we've talked about, you know, scholarships, we've Mm -hmm. talked about grants. And then are there any other things that by filling out the FAFSA, the free application for federal student aid that I could still be considered for? So the other things that that would open the door to is student loans. And I know I've got a lot of families that walk in the door and say, I am not going to borrow a student loan. But it is a it's a really good option for financing a college education. Uh, most students have loans available to them as long as you fill out the FAFSA. They are low interest loans. They do not have to get paid back while the student is in college. Um, they, they're very favorable for students. They're a terrific way to invest in your own education, really, quite honestly. I mean, we have a lot of families that say, I'll take out a loan for a car, but I'm not going to take out a loan for my kid's education. Huh. Um, but we, of course, feel like an education is probably a better investment that will last a lot longer than your car. Uh, so we don't shy right. away from loans as an option, but you can't even be considered for those unless you start with the FAFSA. And then we also have students that work on campus and are paid actually by the federal government through work study. 
Um, so the FAFSA will allow them to work through the federal work-study program. And there are also federal and state grant programs that they have to apply for through that FAFSA. So the, the federal Pell Grant, the Ohio College Opportunity Grant, those are just two um, okay. that are available to students if they have financial need at a certain level um, and then fill out the FAFSA and then we'll help facilitate that for them. Okay, so I'm thinking there are probably parents and students and families out there who are listening and they're trying really quickly to jot all these <laughs> notes down. They're like, this is great. This is super helpful to me. And this even, you know, uh, goes back to that whole, like, this is a lot. This can be a process that, especially if you're entering it for the first time, can feel like one that has a lot of moving parts and pieces. So uh, when we're thinking about, you know, capital and the way that we work with students and families to navigate this and make it affordable. Um, what are some things, you know, I think that we would say that we would recommend that we would rather you reach out to us sooner rather than later and start to ask those questions earlier on in the process. So how do we at Capital from your seat work with students and families to help make Capital affordable? Part of my, as I said earlier, most of my career has been in private schools. And what I love about most private school environments, but specifically capital, because I love my financial aid team, mm -hmm. is that we welcome those conversations early and often. Mm. You know, it's it's intimidating. We know this is uh, these are weird words. You know, I've talked to a lot of families over the years, really successful business people, lawyers, doctors, who almost are fearful to call us because these are words they don't understand. Mm -hmm. And it's very unusual for them to not understand something. Um, but we love to break that down and help make it understandable. And part of why I love higher education is, you know, you take these these 18-year-olds that have no comprehension of what a FAFSA is, let alone um, how to get financial aid. By the time they're seniors, they're saying, mom and dad, I've got this. I've got it under control. You don't need to help me. We've got it under control. Wow. Which is huge and necessary huge. for this pivotal point. I keep saying that it is such a pivotal you part it of is. a young person's right. life. They're getting ready to take on a whole lot of financial responsibility yep, right. uh, for the rest of their life. Right. I have a question uh, what is unique about capital when capital is looking at investing in a student? Is it just GPA oriented or what are some other elements that capital is looking at when they're looking at students? I usually say that we like to look at the students holistically. Um, it's We have to start somewhere. You know, you have to quantify something. So Absolutely. we do certainly start with test scores and GPA. Okay. But then we look far more, more holistically. We look at music ability. We look at leadership. We look at um, career goals. We look at, you know, what else you're bringing to the 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 landscape what are you bringing to the student population right. you know it's not just um you're not walking on our campus as a gpa you're not walking on our campus as an act score you're walking on as a person who is um bringing all of your gifts and talents to the to the student body and we want to then look at each student individually and holistically assess how we can invest in them as well so uh, does that directly correlate? Like if there's musical ability, of course, I'm sure that correlates to if the student comes here for a music type career mm -hmm. or a degree study. But do you look at that for other things? Does it directly correlate to that? Or do you, as you said, holistically, you're looking at that student and you say, there's a lot of skills and talents here, but right. they're coming here for 
business. They're coming here for law, nursing, mm-hmm. or something like that. So we have our students who are coming here specifically to enter into the conservatory. We have an app, an audition process, mm-hmm. and they can audition for conservatory scholarships. So that is certainly additional funding that's available to them. Then through the generous gifts of donors, we have some endowed scholarships that are targeted towards certain majors. You know, we have scholarships for nursing students. We have scholarships for business students or chemistry majors, things like that. Um, but we also have our our um, merit scholarship, and that's where we look holistically. You know, we do look at the GPA and the test scores, like I said, but um, that also considers things outside of just those two metrics. Uh, so, you know, we have various pieces and parts that we can pull together. Our endowed scholarships tend to, um, you know, we use those... Uh, Again, always at the donor's request, so it's a little bit trickier with those. But, you know, we've got a lot of success stories where we have students in their their final year at college and they are in a critical point financially and maybe something traumatic happens with mom and dad and they say, I can't afford to finish. I am a year away from graduating and we just are simply at the point where we can't continue. And that's sometimes where those endowed funds are able to help us, you know, kind of reach into our toolbox and say, we can't let you walk away, you know, and, mm. and we can just help get them over that hump and help make sure they can finish out their their college degree so they don't walk away three years out of four completed. That's unbelievable. That's I awesome. I got to say, uh, just personally, um, I w- actually had like one of my first arguments with my uh, dad when I considered coming to Capitol. We are always very authentic and honest. I'm ready. John. John's like going to tell us a story here. Tell us about you. It's a very short story because I want to get to uh, <laughs> our listeners. Uh, it Love basically it. Uh, boiled down to he, I got uh, a free ride to another school mm-hmm. and he was like, you need to go do this. And I said, I want to come to Capitol. I, I, I feel like everything that we've been discussing with other guests, I feel like I belong here. Uh, the connections here are incredible. Um, the amount of technology here, I was a music tech student. Uh, was mind-blowing it was they were cutting edge in all other universities capital was leading the charge in that and I was like I want to go here yeah. and my father saw that sticker price mm-hmm. and um, it was a it was a hard conversation to have with him before we saw any help that we would receive and then it was a completely different conversation when we got to see how much help we could get. And, uh, right. you know, I actually received some scholarships. It surprised him, but I did. You uh, did. It was <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, it was <laughs> um, yeah. But, uh, and then, of course, you know, I came here and I graduated in three years and it was an unbelievable experience and I recommend it to everyone. So I say all that and that whole story to ask you, a parent that sees that, uh, whether it's a sticker price or maybe it's distance or, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of factors that play into maybe they're going to take capital off the table in terms of discussing with right. their uh, their kid what what would be an option for them. What would you say to them before they do something like that? Uh, because I'm very grateful that my dad gave capital another chance. Hey, we're so glad that you spent time with us today on Cap Chat. I wanted to give you a quick update on something you should be aware of if you are coming to Capital in 
2019. The Capital University Class of 2023 Facebook group is an exclusive hub for admitted and committed capital students. Is that you? We know that you all are super excited to meet your future classmates, so you should join the conversation by introducing yourself and learning more about the individuals you will learn with, grow with, and even maybe lead alongside. Come on, who says that CapFam has to wait until summer orientation? If you're an accepted capital student, you should go ahead and search Capital University Class of 2023 on Facebook and submit your request to join today. You can also contact your capital admission counselor who can send you a link to join. See you on the Class of 2023 Facebook group. So I would say there are several steps in the process where it would be easy to close the books and say, nope, that's off the table. You know, one is the sticker price. And I've said to hundreds of families at financial aid nights over the years is be aware of the sticker price. You have to be. It's responsible to be aware of what the sticker price looks like, but never, ever, ever scratch a school off your list because of that. You have to be able to sort of live in that land of uncertainty for a while uh, because that that is only one tiny piece of this complicated puzzle. Another point where it might be easy to to close the books on it is that very first admissions letter you get, while it's exciting, it's thrilling to be accepted, that includes the merit scholarships. Right. And for some, you know, we've got a broad range of scholarship amounts and based on a lot of different things, as we had said earlier. Um, but that is just, again, one piece of this puzzle. And so if, if your dad saw that and said, that's not enough money, that still leaves way too much out of pocket, um, there, it would be easy to say, we're going to take that one off our list. But there's other there's the need based component. There's you know is the federal government chipping any in? Is the state of Ohio providing some funding? You know there's right. all these other pieces and parts that the financial aid office will pull together, and to say here is all of the parts that you may not have even been aware of, right. and that brings down that cost to the family to mm-hmm. something that oftentimes we find is very comparable to a state school. Wow. You know, and again, every student is different. Certainly when you get a full tuition scholarship offer from another school, that's really enticing. Um, But then sometimes what we find is, is that really the experience you want? You know, while it might have been cheaper, would you have worked as hard? Would you have gotten that that education that you really wanted? Okay, now we're getting real. I know. (laughs) You would not have been the student you were if it wasn't the right fit. So even looking at what that... Out of pocket cost is plaque somewhere. <laughs> you wouldn't have been the student you were if you have. I, I'm telling you, that's it's probably a t-shirt somewhere. There you I'm, go. I apologize yes. for it's fun. We, it's we good. No, I agree. And the other thing that I'm thinking about, even just, um, you know, in my role and in my seat in working together uh, with as an admission counselor with our financial aid team, I think that one plea that I would have to students who see capital at a college fair, or if you see that we're coming to visit your high schools, to know that, uh, as Susan was saying, you know, there are multiple points at which you can bow out, but don't be afraid to give capital a chance because we can't even really speak that specifically to your situation mm-hmm. until we know a little bit more about you, right? So instead of just looking at the table and thinking, oh, that might be out of my initial price range. Uh, you know, we always say in, in our seats in the admission office, go ahead and fill out our application. It's a free online application. And so it's not going to cost you anything to at least get the ball rolling and learn a little bit more about what capital could look like for you specifically. So right. uh, I think that's an important part is do just don't be afraid to give us a chance. Uh, you might be surprised uh, kind of as mm-hmm. I feel like we've all circled around at some point uh, of what opportunity could be here for you that you may not have even known about if you had just looked and kind of cast cap or capital off your list right away. 
Absolutely. Can, can we talk real? Let's get to the nitty gritty. Oh. Uh, do you guys want to? Well, sure. then I also like when wanting, you know, to fill my cap fam heart here. And I am going to need at least one like really great story from season, from Susan. So maybe where are we what going we think? first? I was good. <laughs> or did I take the words right out of John's mouth? Sometimes I feel like we are reading each other's minds. We do. We do have a rapport. Mm. Uh, <laughs> no faux pas, though. Um, you first, John. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, here we go. Uh, no, I wanted to get into a little bit of the nitty gritty with mm-hmm. numbers. Oh, uh, so we're, we've talked about Is this sticker a quiz? price. I didn't study. Uh, we did not warn you there's a huge quiz as part of this podcast. <laughs> Sorry. I'm not reading my phone right now. <laughs> I know these numbers off the top of my Excellent. head. Excellent. I knew you would. Um, no, I want to. We talked about sticker price mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, that's just a, a thing that we keep. But you did actually mention some numbers. So I wanted to ask, um, there's merit awards that at Capital start at 12 12,000. 12,000 yep. and go up to 28,000. 28,000. 28, so that is money that is being awarded to students. We are investing in them in a way to say we value your presence at Capital and we want to make this affordable and, and we want to acknowledge what you're bringing to Capital. Wow. And so those scholarships and 100% of our traditional undergraduate students get something in that range of 12000 to 28000 So that, I mean, as listeners, as you hear that, you're probably think that's a lot of cheddar. It is. That's <laughs> not something to just be like, no, that is. And again, let's speak to what I loved what you said, being an active participant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't just hear that number and be like, well, my parents will take care of it. Right. Like hearing that and being like, that's substantial and that sounds like they really are investing in me right let's go to the next really huge thing the good guarantee the good guarantee (laughs) i was going to say susan we would be remiss if we didn't talk about the good guarantee can you give us a quick description of the good guarantee our cliff notes version is um we really value service to the community, service to others. And we want to acknowledge that. So for our students who are coming from a family that might have, you know, made this commitment to a public service type of career, Mm. we have firefighters, police officers, librarians, um, people who work for community service entities. Um, If your parent works full time at one of these public service organizations, we will guarantee you that at least half of your tuition is covered by capital. So maybe more, it might be more, but all of those various pieces and parts from capital will equal at least half of your tuition discounted well, right off the top. that's pretty exciting. And I always wow. want like air horns to go off. Like, <laughs> 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 that's a good guarantee. It is. It's super exciting. Uh, and I do think it really shows our university's heart for public service and nonprofit, right? And even thinking about how many uh, graduates of capital go into public service and nonprofit work, uh, yeah. I think it is. it does just, I think, show a little bit of who we are and mm-hmm. what our heart is. So there is actually, if you want more information, there is a video out there of actually President Beth Paul going around to really amazing organizations that capital yeah, has right. connection with. 
sharing that and rolling yeah. the good guarantee out. Uh, Incredible community partners that it, we have. It was it was really really great for sure. How's your Cap Fam heart? <sighs> I feel like we're like moving toward brimming, but yes, rolling right along here, Susan. Is there really quickly just a story or? A couple of short stories. Uh, I could I could keep you here all day, but uh, I do uh, want to hear just a story or a couple about um, people who you have inter- uh, interacted with uh, in your roles, uh, where you feel like capital has really been able to come alongside them in this process. Uh, success stories, if you will, from uh, your time in the financial aid and enrollment services yeah. world. I have a lot of really good ones that are just really near and dear to my heart. Um, there are a couple. One is, uh, you know, and and sometimes in our world, it starts with tragedy, unfortunately. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it, money is extremely personal. And we've got a lot of students who, for better or for worse, are in this very precarious time of their life. And um, it, so we have one of my very favorite students had lost his mother after his uh, freshman year of college. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was dad and him trying to figure out what that looked like. Um, wow. It was this whole new dimension in their family. And they were dealing with the emotional challenges, uh, the the logistical challenges. There were remaining health problems. And, wow. um, you know, this student was frequently in my office, you know, and and enlisted all of his community. So capital was a true community to him. Um, but certainly financially, it was a concern of what does this look like for my family? And so um, it wasn't necessarily, you know, we can't always throw a bunch of money at them, but sometimes it was a matter of sitting down and saying, okay, let's fill out the form together. Right. Instead of sending you back home to, you know, wherever you live, let's sit down and do it together. And I want to make sure you don't leave my office until you understand what comes next and the form is filled out and we've got everything set and lined up for next year. Such personal attention. Absolutely. And I wouldn't have had it any other way. You know, this was this was a kid that was dealing with so many other things right. that I couldn't even comprehend. And I did not want that that financial burden, the financial questions to be added to his heavy load. And so it was coming up alongside of him. And he graduated last year and is a tremendously successful teacher. And I love him. He just came to visit me not too long ago. Can you just imagine, like, I'm imagining, like, little purple hearts flowing out of your speakers <laughs> or onto your screen. Like, just little purple hearts I'm everywhere. I'm sure there's some kind of Instagram or Snapchat filter it's for that. It's true. It's true. But, no, I think, Susan, that is a tremendous example of just, like, the personal attention that you yeah. have and just the sensitivity to life and the mo- right. all the moving parts of life. That's obviously a situation that a, the student never could have anticipated happening. Yeah. And that could have been a really huge challenge to him in completing right. uh, his education. But instead, right. we as the CAP fam were able to really come alongside uh, and even celebrate in the success. Absolutely. Well. How exciting. Yeah. Wow. Thank you so much, Susan. Sure, really my pleasure. I appreciate you blessing us with just <laughs> such great Cap Fam stories. Listen, John, I'm just over here beaming, okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm glad it's a big microphone, but, you know, because you're just like, you can tell you're smiling from yes. how big your cheek yes. like, well, like, is. <laughs> I hugely appreciate the work that Susan does. It's really awesome to be able to collaborate with her. And I know that she's just one example of the really tremendous team that we have here at Capital supporting students. So we're really glad to have had you on the podcast. Thank you. This is so, uh, come meet Susan. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> come meet Emily. <laughs> there will be a line. Hey, if you're curious, yeah. uh, I mean, this, this, uh, specific attention isn't just, uh, you know, an odd story. This it's is true. common every day Absolutely. for you and your team. So Ab- take advantage of it. Uh, 
find out the answers. You know, don't be intimidated by the magnitude of everything in this huge life change. You have partners that are ready for this really exciting journey you're about to go on. Our other request is to share this with everyone you know. If you know a family or a student who's going through this college search process or needing to go through the process or will be at some point in their life, please download, like, share, subscribe. Uh, We want this information to go to as many people as possible. We know this is a big question as you approach the college search. So please don't hesitate to share CapChat with pretty much everyone you know. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you guys so much.